Welcome to my first podcast of the new year. It's 2019 and I'm launching all kinds of things. I'm going to tell you a little bit about that today. As always, I took some time during the months of November and December to, you know, plan my life, (laughs) deconstruct, refine, improve, and so on with all my brands, my own identity and everything. As As an identity architect, I'm always reinventing myself. It's part of the gig. I always use this time to uh, think about the things that I want more of and that I want for the first time and that I don't want any of this year and so on. I create my New Year's intentions and I set those intentions uh, at the beginning of the year, but then also at the beginning of every morning and the end of every day uh, throughout that year. That's what I use for my, uh, that's where I put all my mantras and and anecdotes and formulas and ideas and things like that for what I want for the new year, the way that I want to feel each day. I think about that when I wake up, when I go to bed, uh, and that programming for the day and at the end of the day, programming my mind as I go to bed. Uh, That's my morning and evening routines. And each year uh, I invest in that heavily during these months and make sure that I'm setting myself off for a good year. I'm grateful, super grateful. Uh, for what I experienced in this last year. Uh, And I'm eager to experience all the wonder and crazy adventures I'm going to have this year as well. This is a space for authentic conversations around indigenous wisdom, consciousness, and wonder. We dance with the big questions like, who are we? Why are we here? And how do we contribute to a more peaceful and harmonious society? How do we live authentically and fully alive? I want to thank you for joining me in reverence and gratitude today to explore the wonder of the spectacular cosmos that we're all so fortunate to be a part of. I'm Jared Ngaza, and this is Noetic. So last year, (laughs) <laughs> certainly packed full with uh, some pivotal and transformative experiences, including moving. I am sitting in San Diego. It's a bit overcast today. Uh, I'm in a living situation where there's going to be some road noise and probably some kiddos in the background, which you'll hear from time to time. And air noise. I'm right in the uh, air traffic <laughs> uh, path for bustling San Diego. So there's a lot going on there. Uh, but I'm moving into a, a new situation next month that will have a cool little studio uh, overlooking the bay, and it's just gorgeous. So I'm excited for that. Uh, suffice to say, last year was both wild and fruitful. And I'd say that's, uh, that's about what I'm looking for in life, wild and fruitful. And this episode... Uh, is not just my first episode of the year, it's also the first episode of the new brand and format for the show, which you may have noticed, a little icon changed, and so did the name of the show. I'm going to talk more about that here, obviously, and unpack that. Uh, I want to take a minute to explain, obviously, the reason for the relaunch and, and what to expect from the new show, but also just to tell you a bit about what's going on, uh, what's going on in my community here in San Diego. And, uh, you know, this kind of formalized little tribe that we've got here and how that's growing into a really cool intentional community. Over the last year, I've done a lot of contemplating, a lot of contemplative work, a lot of listening to Richard Rohr and such. 
I did some deep work uh, with my friends and family members, some very intentional stuff that I was trying to do uh, just to improve some relationships and repair and cultivate them. And man, it was just really, really beautiful what I've been able to experience over the last year with that intentional effort. Uh, I practiced a lot of what I'd call extreme vulnerability. Thank you, Brene Brown. And just constantly putting myself out there, you know, and experimenting and going deep and getting uncomfortable and <laughs> seeing where that takes me. It was definitely rough along the way, as these journeys can be. But I feel like, I don't know. I mean, in some ways, it's kind of like the fight of my life. But um, maybe that's where we always are, right? <laughs> if, we're, if we're doing something meaningful, important and intentional. Anyway, I went deep into my meditation practice, which I intend to continue this year. Uh, but I got a lot out of that, uh, a lot of good habits that I can slip into now. I've learned of the, I don't know, the importance, I guess, of letting go and faith and patience. Those were big things this year. Letting go, having the faith that things are working on my behalf, and having the patience, really, for that. Patience and faith sort of go hand in hand for me. Uh, I faced a lot of pain head on. And embracing that pain, you know, and, and understanding that the pain is, is often that, that doorway into transformation and all the things that it is that I'm looking for. And I learned to, you know, I've learned to embrace that, embrace the pain, uh, to lean into it, to let it teach me rather than to destroy me or hurt me. Pain is my teacher if I allow it. I'm not looking for pain. I, I learned that lesson long ago. You know, I don't want to manifest more pain in my life, but I do want to know how to dance with it when it comes, uh, not to just look at it as this curse. I was sick recently and had this crazy fever for like four or five days, like 103, 104 fever. It was nasty. Anyway, but during that time, I really, <laughs> really grew a lot. I danced with it like it was some sort of psychedelic or something. And I guess in some ways it is, but I used it to kind of, I, I viewed it, the pain, and, and in this case, as a fever, as a way of kind of mirroring some of the things going on inside of me, reflecting what was going on inside of me, and recognizing that that pain that I was experiencing was a messenger, and I could learn from it if I wanted to. And, you know, I learned over the last year a lot about focus, a lot about self-discipline, uh, the role that they play in my ability to, to live authentically and fully alive, it's so important. Um, through my own journey of self-discovery and spiritual development, I've obviously been able to further refine my processes for helping other people discover their identity and, and how to dance with those big questions. Refined and dialed in my, you know, my own stuff over the, the last year. And that has, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like every time I get a breakthrough and I'm like, oh, wow, this is how I do this. Then I obviously have another tool to, to give my clients. And I'm always grateful for that. So I, in being here, I've been very inspired. Uh, I've been very challenged in many good ways. And this move to San Diego about seven months ago has just been amazing. I, I really am grateful for all the things that brought us here. And it was quite a, a, a bunch of really just unforeseen, you know, I try to expect the best, but the, a lot of stuff is very unforeseen. Uh, things that just came into play that it's those kind of things that we say, oh, just this random stuff or whatever. I don't believe any of it was random. It seems all was very divinely orchestrated and I'm grateful to have had the presence of mind to make space for it. 
you know, we're homeschooling our kids. That's a big deal. Uh, it's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot that comes out of that. Thank God. Um, and our family is thriving. Uh, we've entered into an experimental kind of co-living situation with another family. Uh, more on that soon. Uh, we'll probably do a podcast just to talk about that. Uh, but that's another just deliberate effort to say, what if, you know, I'm using the old Bob Goff, what if scenario? Uh, what if we did this? What if we did something wild? What would it look like? What could it bring to us? So we're doing it. We live just a few blocks from the beach. That's big on my list. I look out the window right now. I see palm trees, lots of them. It's a tree that makes me feel happy because <laughs> I know what I'm getting into when I see a palm tree, man. There's going to be sun and sand and all kinds of things like that that I love and, and usually warmth, though it's a bit chilly here in San Diego today. Um, I have, wow, I, I have so much abundance in my life that I'm so deeply grateful for and I'm grateful for the clarity that I have and for living an inspired and purposeful life and for the peace and understanding of who I am and why I'm here. Um, you know, as I reflect back on this year, those are things that I, that, that come to my mind, uh, just as I sit in gratitude going into the new year, I feel very clear about again, who I am and what I, and even what I want to experience. And that's what I'm going into. Like I'm, I'm looking at it and saying, I want to experience this, this year. I have experiences listed out things like going through Don Dupani's, um, meditation course. I'm doing that now. I just started it. It's amazing. Highly recommend it. I love Don Dupani's work. Uh, but those, that's one of the experiences I want to have. I want to have some other traveling experiences and even some psychedelics and things like that to, to find answers and to explore deeper, to contemplate deeper uh, my relationship with this wide, wonderful cosmos of ours. And I, I recognize, you know, in all of this, how fortunate I am and how, um, how much I have to be grateful for in all of this every day. Uh, I'm grateful for the work I do. I'm grateful for the people I get to work with, the community that I have here. And I'm grateful, you know, to help people expand their transfer, you know, their, their imagination and, and to help transform their perspectives and help them live a more integrated life. That's what all of this is about. As I try to figure mine out, I'm sharing the journey. And I've gained, I think, the most peace in my life from having that clear understanding of who I am and why I'm here, which is why I'm so inclined to help other people do it. Uh, when I, you know, it's like when you watch a great movie, you want to share it. I'm, I'm watching a great movie and it's my life and I want to share that. Uh, and that's weird and crazy for me, but um, to even say it, but it, it's true. And that's what I'm doing here. I hope that comes through and it, with as, as much authenticity as I'm pushing out. <laughs> Uh, and I've, I've dedicated my life to so many of these studies and I've experimented and researched and studied so much and, and that's an ongoing process, but I've come out the other side with some profound understandings and some formulas for life. Uh, I'm grateful for that. The clarity that I've got right now obviously affects everything that I'm doing and certainly this podcast. So a little more on that, you know, for the last 20 years, I've been developing projects and experiences and brands and things like that to promote this reverence for our interconnectedness. The show tends to be very calm and peaceful and reverent. That's intentional. I want to create that space for you and for me as well throughout my day. In late 2000, was it 2016, I guess, I created the Inipi radio podcast to amplify the voice of consciousness and specifically of indigenous wisdom. I was inspired 
when I wrote the, uh, created the name for that by the Lakota Inipi ceremony. <clears throat> and it's conducted in a sweat lodge. It's this purification ceremony where you go in for healing to be reborn. Uh, and the sweat lodge is meant to represent kind of the womb of humanity. It's got that, you know, that hot <laughs> womb that they dig out in the earth. Uh, and we go in there to experience this um, sort of deconstruction and rebirth. And I designed the show to inspire people to contemplate their existence uh, more deeply, to understand how to align with love specifically. So I focused on the indigenous wisdom because I know the answers are there and because it's played such a big role in my life and guiding me to where I am and who I am. Uh, we just have to be there to listen to it. It's there for us. The Lakota culture has played specifically a, a very profound role in my life and shaping my perspective over the last 25 years and, and of that ardent study. And, you know, as an activist, as a father, as a, as a husband, as a human, as a friend, all these things, they've all been impacted so heavily by my studies of the Lakota. Uh, it's part of who I am and who I'll always be. And it's certainly kind of the groundwork, the foundational elements of how I, you know, teach my children and how I interact with my wife and all those things. Um, I still, you know, th that, that's a, that's part of who I am to share that wisdom, to transfer all those years of study over to you, all that perspective. So with the new show, uh, I had to contemplate, you know, well, okay, so where am I at with that? You know, if I'm going to rename the show and I, I recognize that there was, Difficulty even saying the name Inipi, which in America we would say Inipi by looking at that. Uh, I'm, I'm using uh, the Lakota pronunciation, which is also much closer to many other indigenous cultures throughout the world, even in Africa. The, the, uh, the words are said uh, very much the same. So I recognize that was a problem. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a concept that's difficult sometimes to, to articulate or to understand. So suffice it to say, after hearing feedback from lots of different people uh, that I know and respect, I, especially people in this podcast space, I decided it's time for a change. But, uh, you know, I've had two successful years of running the show, so we got some good momentum, but it was time to implement some of the new vital brand evolutions that I was getting downloads on, you know, and from my mentors and podcast audience and so on. But uh, after a lot of thought, I decided it's time. We got to do this. Uh, I'm going to reinvent and step out on a limb again. And so I had to look at, you know, okay, so how does that, how's that going to play out? So over the course of my life, I've had two primary studies that have most significantly impacted who I am and, and, and the things that I tend to, I, I guess the kind of the themes for, for, my brands and this American Indian theme and so on. And now it, it, there's that American Indian culture and wisdom and, and most specifically the Lakota. That's one channel. The second channel is the wonder of the cosmos. You know, my focus has always been on the ineffable and the wonder and the awe and, you know, how, how important those things are to integrate into our being. Part of my integrated identity process is bringing in that discussion of the ineffable and the wonder of our life. So after all this deliberation, I, I settled on Channel 2, suffice it to say, with a heavy influence on the American Indian culture, you know, Channel 1 as well. Uh, but I decided to focus on the wonder dynamic. It's something that I keep coming back to, and it speaks to the importance of remembering who we are and who we're designed to be. 
to, you know, to tap into that childlike nature. I think about the little prince and that amazing book and talks about, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's the remembering that's so important, remembering who we are and who we were designed to be. I want to tap into that limitlessness of who we were. So I'm sort of hearkening back, I guess, to some of the people that have inspired and challenged me uh, the most in this space. I have to start with Carl Sagan, obviously. He, he's you know creator of the original Cosmos series back in the 80s. Uh, I watched that as a kid and it really inspired me. And then again, the new one has been really amazing. And my kids love that one. Um, that brought science, though, into the home in the 80s. That was not a popular subject, science, <laughs> to be discussing at home around the dinner table. Uh, but old Carl brought it in there and, and he wowed us. And he created the golden record that went out on the Voyagers 1 and 2 uh, as a representation of humankind on Earth. So like we picked that guy to represent humankind. <laughs> That's amazing. Anyway, he's been a tremendous inspiration to me, I guess, since I was a child and, and continues to. I, I mean, I still study his stuff weekly, uh, weekly now. So uh, I think about people like Frank White, who wrote The Overview Effect. That was a book written in early 70s. I wasn't even born yet. Uh, but it's a book that I read later on and then was really inspired by it and then inspired by the film that came out, The Overview Effect. It was 20 minutes short. And then Planetary was the 90-minute film that those guys, uh, I think they're called Planetary Collective, yeah. Um, and they put out uh, a film about it that just blew my mind. And Frank's in the film. And, and anyway, Planetary, that film... The soundtrack from that film is also the soundtrack to my podcast. I connected with those guys and said, hey, man, you've really inspired me. Here's my podcast. Let me know <laughs> if I can use your music. And they responded very, very kindly and, and came back and said yes. So even that is a testament, I guess, to some of my uh, love of our cosmos and how that's affected me so much. Uh, another, you know, Frank, is the cool situation there is that I've gotten to know no, Frank. I've reached out to him um, four years ago, maybe. And he came back and was, uh, I, I, he's a Harvard professor. You know, you can email them through the Harvard website. And so I just reached out and said, hey, I love your work. Thanks so much. And that was it. Um, and about a year later, he contacted me back. And then we've been friends ever since. I am do some work on his brand now. And then uh, we've, uh, we're working on all kinds of collaborations. And I'm going to have him on the show here shortly, too. So uh, another one that, that's just been a big one for me in this space is uh, Jason Silva. He does Shots of Awe and Brain Games and uh, National Geographic's Origins film, uh, show. And I've had the pleasure of getting to know Jason a little bit over the years, too. He emailed back and forth and uh, hoping for some synergy and collaboration there at some point as well. But all these guys, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Dean Radin is another one. He, uh, by the way, he, he's, he's from the Institute of Noetic Sciences. And Ions is the name. And his work has profoundly inspired me, but obviously had a big impact on the name of this podcast, Noetic. Uh, he's really the only, only one that's made that very popular, I guess, that term. Um, but I have, you know, I have lots of, I'm going to talk more about that here as we go too, but I have lots of heroes that have all driven, or, you know, they're driven really, I guess, by their uh, open hearts and minds to the wonder of the cosmos and the magnificence of this universe and so on. And so I'm naturally drawn to them because that's what they're talking about. So back to this term noetic, I, I first learned about that. I, don't, I think it was about a dec decade ago or something. It was when I was studying Frank's book, Overview Effect. So maybe longer ago than that. But I, I'm, I, 
I was studying that and I was getting into all this, you know, it's kind of a world of science and consciousness that merges together. And there's probably no better organization for having that discussion than the Institute of Noetic Sciences. Uh, they describe the term noetic as an inner wisdom, a direct knowing, or subjective understanding. However, the use of the term uh, dates all the way back to Plato's writings about the mind and universal consciousness and so on. So it's not a new term necessarily. Uh, it comes, it's an ancient Greek term, and it was not used a whole lot. Uh, Plato, again, referred to it. It's been referred to for some other, by some other philosophers throughout the years. Uh, but it really just ions the Institute of Noetic Sciences that, that's talked about it that much. Uh, but I, uh, in my other studies, there are other places to study this concept. Um, I've interpreted it as this. This is my interpretation for the podcast for the website. But noetic to me is a deep inner knowing and innate wisdom to see and understand the universal consciousness. We have to be aware of it first, all right? We have to see it. We have to be aware of its presence. And then we can work to... Uh, to understand it more deeply, uh, and to kind of dance with it, and that's really what this show is about. That's what uh, that's what this term noetics is about. When I started thinking about the rebrand, I, I was focused largely on obviously this a lot of the Lakota terms, but specifically the word medicine and that concept, which is essentially posits that we we get our medicine in whatever form uh, from wherever we need. It could be music or film or art or, or nature, community, all of those things are big medicine items for me. And they're all ways that make me feel more alive. Uh, as I dove further into that study, I realized that the medicine we can all benefit from is wonder. It's the medicine we need. And noetics is this philosophy of uh, that inner knowing and divine wisdom that comes through our universe. And it's that innate wonder that drives us to connect with the universal consciousness. Uh, we tap into that deep wonder reservoir inside us. And we're making the space for the inner knowing to transform our perspective and expand our imaginations. So it's kind of this circular dance that we're doing with this study of, of noetics and this, uh, you know, the consequent wonder that comes from that. Though it is also our wonder that drives us to study the noetics even further. I love that. So this past year when people asked me what's been going on with my life, I often responded just by saying, uh, I've just been making space for miracles. Like I've been deliberately doing that. I've been, um, you know, I've been doing all of my studies, all of my practices, all of my relationships and things like all of that the environment that I'm creating it's all about creating that environment that is conducive for fostering miracles they're all around us all the time however you know we don't get to experience those miracles around us when we shut them out through our disbeliefs and our doubt I really believe that these days like they are all around us they're floating all around all the time that's part of the gig but we have to make space for it. We have to believe that. Um, I, I realized something lately. You know, I'm a strategist. That's what I get paid to do. It's my vocation. Uh, I'm, I'm really good at poking holes in things and foreseeing pitfalls and roadblocks and things like that. 
it's part of who I am and what I do for other people. I'm skilled at it. But I've also realized I a lot of that seems sort of out of, out of alignment with who I want to be. Like, I don't want to be the guy that points out the negative. I, I don't ever want to be recognized for my ability to forecast negative outcomes. Think about that. Think about how much we pride ourselves. Oh, I saw this wrong thing that could happen. I saw, I saw how the wheels are going to fall off. Look at me. And I think, well, I, I don't, I don't want to be known for that. I want to be known for saying like how it's going to work or how it could work or how amazing that idea is or how much I believe in you or, or whatever it is. Like, I don't, I don't want to be known for um, pointing out the negative outcomes that could happen or forecasting that. Uh, I want to be the guy that points out all the potential miracles and makes space for them through my faith. For me, I guess deliberately infusing more wonder into my life is an essential aspect of my well-being and it's a continued part of my self-actualization journey. Um, and this podcast, Noetic, is designed to do that. It's designed to look at the potential, the possibility, to forecast the positive, if you will, um, to help each of us explore, you know, the mind, our each of our minds and the greater universe. And it's an effort to infuse more wonder into our lives, you know, to feel and experience the depth of humanity in our cosmos. That's what it's about. That's what, well, <laughs> life is about, I think. But it, that's what this show is about. So uh, welcome to the new show, Noetic. Uh, that's what it's all about, this, this study of consciousness and uh, the worlds of science and, and spirituality converging together and, and all of that. Uh, as we study this noetics uh, together, this noetic science together, I, I hope that it brings more wonder into your life. I hope that uh, it inspires you to be more contemplative, uh, to have more faith, uh, and to connect more deeply. So, in addition to this, it's not just the podcast that's evolved. It is also the, the fact that I've been here in this San Diego, this beautiful San Diego community here in Ocean Beach. That's resulted in something else that's been really cool. And it, one of the things that uh, Ilea, my wife, and I have talked about a lot over the years is our deep, deep desire to have, you know, to live in community and with like-minded people and not same-minded, but like-minded. That's important. We want people to challenge us as well. Uh, not, not just think like we do, but we've had some of that in the past in Africa, uh, quite a bit. Uh, Mombasa was a beautiful community, uh, Rwanda and, and, uh, Nairobi and some of these other places that we lived. I know my wife had an amazing community up in Gulu, Uganda and, Anyway, we've had, we've had a lot of that. We didn't have as much community in Costa Rica because we were out in the sticks by ourselves. <laughs> so we missed it. But we're here now and we have this great community here. I don't know, suffice it to say, it, it's coming into something really beautiful. Uh, each of us, each person in this community here, there's like five couples that are kind of the core community and then there's certainly more. But each one of us was praying for this. We, were, we meditated this in. We said, we want community, we want this type of people, we want this type of place, this type of um, agenda for our gathering and so on. And we got it. We're here because we, we manifested it. And I'm grateful for that. And it's very apparent. Uh, each one of us was yearning for this kind of accountability and this kind of challenge and this kind of group. Uh, we've come together at the perfect time in our journeys too, I believe. 
all of this is divinely orchestrated and it's in line with our commitment to chasing wonder if you will and and in honor of that by the way our community is called the wonder tribe uh, we're a collective of seekers and guides that are committed to holding a sacred space for one another and on our journey towards wholeness and consciousness and flow and we're doing some local meetups and things like that. All of this online stuff is just geared to get us face to face and have real amazing experiences. Uh, if you want to learn more about the tribe, by the way, you can go on to the website, which is now noeticpodcast.com slash tribe. If you want to check out the tribe scenario, uh, I'll be talking more about that in the episodes to come and maybe even have some of the members on. Um, but for now you can check out the website. I'd love to welcome you into that group. There's ways for you to get involved as well. Uh, to form your own tribe and be part of this uh, larger tribe that we're growing together as well. So that's it. That's the intro. Welcome to Noetic. Thanks for sticking with me for all these years. I appreciate it. It's an honor to to have this space with you. I appreciate it. And I'm grateful for, you know, to be able to journey with you. I'm looking forward to going deeper this year. Lots of cool interviews and ideas and all kinds of stuff lined up. Got some great shows coming your way, uh, a few that I've already recorded, actually, and they're ready to roll, so they'll be coming out here real quick. Uh, my first interview of the year was with Gabby Bonneville uh, of Momentum Collective. Uh, she's super cool, had an amazing, amazing podcast with her. Yeah, that one will be coming out here next, I believe. We focus a lot on the, the discussion of movement and imagination and the importance of those things in, my, in our lives. So I've got some more solo shows coming up for you as well. Uh, I'm going to kind of just do the, the solo shows are a little shorter and the interviews are a little longer. So, uh, so I want to thank you for sharing this space with me. It means a lot. It's, it's, uh, you think about like, uh, what it takes to run a family and to do it very intentionally and deliberately and running a business, you know, I'm a coach and a consultant and I, I do all those things as well. But, this podcast is so special for me to get my to be able to get my voice out, uh, to be able to to get ideas out there and kind of flesh them out. I have to sit and study before I do these things and, and put things together. And uh, it's just a constant dance in my life. And it's something that really means a lot to me. So when you listen to it, that means a lot. That's you saying, hey, I care enough to, to check this out. And I, I really appreciate that. And, you know, when you spread the word, that's that's even bigger. That's you saying, hey, I think this is important and, and I think you need to hear it too. And, and maybe your life will benefit from it. And yeah, I'm just so grateful for all of that. So each time you do that, uh, know that I'm sitting there saying thank you. <laughs> and uh, I, I look forward to lots more shows to come. I, I want to be able to put more into it this year and put shows out more consistently. Um, the more we grow this thing, the, the more I'm able to do that. So thank you again. And I look forward to an amazing journey ahead of us. Thanks so much for holding this space for wonder and wisdom with us today. If you appreciate this discussion, I hope you'll share it widely and go and rate and review it on iTunes. It really helps a lot and helps us amplify this message. Until next time, I wish you peace on your journey. May you always align with love and let your life speak. The Noetic theme music is provided by Human Suits from their original soundtrack for the documentary Planetary. Check them out and download their music at humansuits.bandcamp.com.